Hello, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Tinsel, special edition behind the curtain. Um, and this is your safe and cozy place to lean into the love and romantic Christmas movies. Um, I'm Aisha. And I'm Angela. And welcome back. And today we're doing a behind the curtain with the lovely, lovely, amazing Ronnie Green, costume designer. Welcome, Ronnie. Hey, hello, everyone. <laughs> and Ronnie, I mean, Ronnie has worked on a lot of incredible films and projects, including, you know, film I little film I directed named uh, New Orleans Noel. But yes, also Ronnie has worked on Queen Sugar, Power Book Two, uh a bunch of films on, you know, on Lifetime and Mahogany. And um and Ronnie, am I correct in remembering that you worked on The Departed? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which a Martin Scorsese film that that's that's also very exciting to me mm-hmm. uh so Ronnie's worked on a lot of different projects and also I see as directed and produced as well oh, mm-hmm. um so you know and um comes <laughs> from coming to us yeah multi-talented and it's coming to us from um, Louisville Kentucky <laughs> and so uh so first we want to kind of learn a little bit about you know how you got to be you Ronnie your oh. background and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, working on Christmas movies. So I <laughs> yes. should take it away. Right. So I think we should really just begin. And we just want to learn about you, Ronnie. Okay. Like where, how did you get into this industry? Okay. How I got into the industry? Because I went to, I did my undergrad at Morehouse. And I studied with um, drama and with a, uh, try to do drama and business, double major, but that. Nice. I just have to do drama if I wanted to get out. Okay. <laughs> but um, I grew up being a performer, singing and dancing and acting. So oh, wow. I was first as a performer. But when I, when I was in school at undergrad, um, we learned everything in front and behind stage. So mm-hmm. when I was working behind stage on projects, I would always work in costume or, you know, a set deck or something like that. But it was um, one visiting designer came in and she was like, oh, I like what you do. Do you want to work with me professionally on professional theater? And that was with um, Jamandi Productions. And when I went there, I was finding out that, um, oh, I was making more money than the actors on stage. (laughs) (laughs) You were. Because you talented. That's why. I was like, wait a minute. So that was learning the business of show business, you know, like, oh, wait a minute, you know, you know, you think before then you think, oh, the actor was whoever's on screen or whoever's that talent is, you know, is the most important, important person Then you find out behind the scenes, oh, it's, it's something different. Right. <laughs> sometimes, yep. you know, sometimes it's something different. The reality of mm-hmm. it. So um, I was able to make, you know, a living and then I hooked up with another great legendary designer reggie ray who taught at um howard he was visiting and did a show um with a season with jamani Productions. so i worked with him so i learned he's he was the one to first tell me that oh this could be a career if you wanted to be and you can make money in this you could be a success in this and you can still do all the artistic stuff that you want to do but if you really want serious about this this could be a career. So that. Right. You could pay your bills and do the right. other artistic Understood. It was still that waiting tables, you know, sort of thing back mm-hmm. in the 90s. So oh, you had to be yep. you know, struggling to wait tables and stuff. So 
He was like, you don't have to do that. You could have a career. So it started with, that's when he, another way it opened my eyes to, oh, this could be a career. And um, after I graduated, um, I worked professional theater in Atlanta, but Spike Lee had came to town and I gave him my, you know, information. And then like two weeks later, he called my phone. Stop. Wow. <laughs> you blessed like that? Wow. And no, 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 no. This is the hilarious thing. I was so exhausted from work, I didn't answer it. <laughs> but okay. I heard the answer. This is how old it was back in the day. I heard the answer machine and I heard faintly <laughs> in my sleep, this is Spike Lee. <laughs> and then I was like, He didn't even have his assistant called. He called you himself? Right. And then I wow. And I immediately called the phone number on the call forwarding. This is showing how old, how long ago this was. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to Google that. Don't worry about it, okay? Call <laughs> and he picked up and he said, uh, yes, yes, I, this is me. I'm, I call all my interns and I'm offering a job to work in New York on my next film. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. What film was that? It was uh, 25th Hour. Oh, wow. I love 25th Hour. I love that film. That's one of my favorite films of his. Yeah. So that's how, how was I that? broke in business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That is amazing. So wait, did you have a, did you have a love of fashion before you? I did. I did. You did this? I did. I um, always loved fashion and the art of costume. But, you know, even as a kid, it's so funny when I was um, junior high school, I used to sketch like fashion lines and stuff oh wow and everything okay. but i didn't mm-hmm. think about it as a career i didn't i was trying to think of right. other things and i was involved in other stuff but it was so funny that i used to sketch and everything and and then i took you know costume design classes in college and production design and would sketch and stuff like that but it was it was just it's so funny like back into like an old dream when i was like 12 and 13 that you know it would be something i'll be doing today that's amazing because I think one of the things that I noticed that when you're young and you don't you think you know where you're gonna go and you or you just have no clue and your talents are already like kind of whispering in your ear like hey we're good at this but you don't know what to do with it you don't know where that's gonna mm-hmm. take you and I love the fact that you were still giving it space to breathe even though you weren't focusing on it because that's the thing you got all you got a chance to pivot. You, at one point, you on the stage, you were able to pivot and then make more money and then really bring it into a career. I mean, I think that's that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. So I have a question for you. So I know that you both worked together on a Christmas movie. Was this these two movies that you made, or were these the first Christmas movies that you worked on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. So, I mean, so, you know, I... We watch a lot of Christmas movies. I watch an obscene amount of Christmas movies. Obscene, right? And I love movies in general, but it's just, it's my marathon. Some people watch football, whatever. It's, I watch Christmas movies. And, and also I used to work in the fashion industry too. And I used to do some styling. And so I always notice the clothes. It is what, you know, it is what I do, you know, Angela will notice everything from the lighting to the angles to, you know, you know, what lining consistencies. She will notice that in three seconds. I will notice the clothes first because 
that's where my eyes go. And I also know that there are, seems like there are certain rules for Christmas movies that are very different <laughs> than everything else. So I want to know what it was like for you the first time they're like, welcome to a Christmas movie. <laughs> like, what do they tell you? Like, what do, what do they tell you? Well, thank God that Angela already had like her color story already set up with the color jewel tone. Because I used that as my ah. guys because I was like, okay, great. Um, and she had this great packet of like how the shots wanted to look like and from other and she used other Christmas movies, you know, as examples and stuff. So that was great to use to use that to put me in that world of colors and stuff. Because you know, you think, you know, just um red and green, but it's more than red and green. It's like jewel mm-hmm. tones and hopefully stuff like purples and stuff like that. And if you have like the whole color of jewel tones of holiday jewel tones it brings opens up with like gold and stuff like that so and also white and silver and i incorporated mm-hmm. that silver in into to um noel understood understand it gets, looked really beautiful and also there's the fact that you are working with people of color right yeah so that's a whole that's a whole different shebang and some people get it right some people not so much and I have seen the not so much and I can I'm saying this totally unbiased you did a great job Thank in you. New Orleans Noel I just uh, the 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 popping of color that was such a compliment to the different browns and how that played I was just it was really really it's a beautiful both of you it's a beautiful movie is a beautiful movie. And so I thought that was, that was pretty awesome. So what was, what was also different about working on a Christmas movie versus some of the others? I mean, you've worked on, I think you worked on, like you've worked on sitcoms as well. You've done a lot of different things, theater. So what was different for this for you? It was, um, with Christmas movies, it was very more involvement. <laughs> it is by, um, by the producers. It's so funny, like very, you know, very intense, more um, comments made about the outfits than some other shows. Because some, they'd be like, sometimes I've been blessed, like, oh, we trust what you're doing. Whatever you do, great. You know, as long as it doesn't look crazy, we're good, you know. <laughs> but since it's such, the Christmas movies is such a brand, mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. It's such a brand. It's, everybody oh, yeah. knows. And so it's just putting, like, you know, you have to have this, you have to have this. And it was like some, like, um, some colors that, you know, don't look great on our skin, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I yeah. just can't throw, you know, like a green. Right. Certain green on Keisha, even though like they want yep. more Christmas. And I was like, well, <clears throat> let me do the, you know, the colors that look great on her. And since her character didn't believe in Christmas, I was like, oh, we'll bring her into the Christmas colors, like, moving forward. But I said all around her, everybody else will have the all the Christmas colors and everything, where she can still, you know, pop and feel beautiful and feel fabulous, you know, and look good. And then she'll have, like, the Christmas colors, like, coming near the end and everything. So, Ronnie, I have a question for you Mm -hmm. about the color green, because when I was thinking about colors for the film, whenever I watch Christmas movies, the big issue, I have a 
the big color I have an issue with mm-hmm. in English is green. <laughs> and it's like, there's just a lot of ugly green. Yes. And I, and Facts. a lot of movies I watch, stick, especially they stick men in these ugly green sweaters. And so <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought you might have some thoughts about green because I actually spent a lot of time thinking about the color green when I was thinking about the movie. Um, So how did you kind of work it? So like in thinking about what shades of green to use and what are your thoughts on green? My thoughts on green. It's so funny because it's, I guess with your, with your sweatshirt with the Grinch, maybe that's associated Mm -hmm. with it. When people think of green, but um, also, no, it just seems like that, that tint, just with, especially with our hues, the yellow, I think it's the yellow in it that catches, even like different with the different hues, like it might catch the yellow in somebody's skin. And then that makes sort of makes them like um, jaundice color a little bit and everything. Mm-hmm. So then it just, it takes like that pallor away from their, from their face a little bit. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, bring out that color so i know this i've seen so only greens that i love to use is like a hunter like a autumnal yeah those colors like that something really deep and rich but it can't be it can't be like the grinch green i guess and i guess that's why Mm. the business that was that chromo green as they call it is what they use for all you know special effects because they don't use it they don't use it hardly at all i guess regularly in business i guess that's what they decided i bet that's why they decided for it's the hideous chrome, for that's why it's hideous so they said nobody's yeah, gonna use yeah. this green no they, at least they shouldn't right. right they shouldn't we're gonna we're gonna help them out if yeah. you match this color you ain't gonna show up on the screen that's how you know you messed up yeah yeah one thing we should say for folks to know is that so one of the mandates that you get in holiday films is that there needs to be christmas in every frame right and so um, there's different ways to reflect Christmas in every frame. There's like, you know, a, it could be a Christmas tree. It could be a wreath. It could be, but a lot of times Christmas in every frame, the way people do it as well is through the wardrobe, right? So when people right. think of Christmas in every frame, they think of the set, but the wardrobe also plays a role in the Christmas in every frame, but what we tried to think about was how can we do Christmas in every frame without it needing to be everyone's wearing red and green the whole movie. Right, exactly. Right, or looking like, you know, Christmas threw up on on <laughs> right. the set. There are right. some there are some movies where you're just like, my eyes, like, I can't. It's too right. much. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's distracting, right? It's distracting. It takes you out of the story because you're so distracted right. by um, all the all the crazy. Um, I mean, there are times, though, when, again, as not in the industry person, but you're looking at it and you're going, she wouldn't sleep in that. Like, I just, like, I know it's hard when the bedroom scenes to bring Christmas into every frame. I get that's a challenge, but there are times when you're going, I'm not buying that, don't you? I mean, I still have to get over the full face of makeup, but the whole everything else going on in the bedroom, no one sleeps in a room like that. Like, who, who? I mean, I, I can't. I mean, one of the things, Ronnie, that I love is that, you know, and a lot of people I don't think take into account is the fact that you are part of the storytelling like and you and 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 people don't realize that you're you're showing like a progress over time and how people through the wardrobe 
And, and there's a lot of thought that goes into uh, your choices. Uh, one of the things I was wondering is that, you know, what's it like to have to do wardrobe for famous people? Um, Cause you, you work with some, some big names. <laughs> um, the, and the most, I'm just, I'm not going to, the most important thing, I'm not calling nobody out. The most important thing is listening. <laughs> Gotcha. Listen to what they want, and that's what I try to do first. As as human beings, we all want somebody to listen and receive and care what we what we what what we say to each other. And if you do that, absolutely. If you do that, and you take that care, I've seen it in my business that when you do that and they see that care, they really appreciate it. So I listen to like you know what do you like, what looks because look. I haven't lived in that body. They've lived in that body all these years. So they know <laughs> more about what look good looks look good on their body than me. You know. Now some you know, sometimes you might have some who might not, you know, because they've been Absolutely des, you know, designed or costumed through the years, like they just don't think about it and they're like, Oh, just put whatever put whatever on me, you know, it looks good. But there's some who know their body, they know their brand, they know how they look. So it's like, hey, what what looks good on you? What's your favorite, you know, jeans to wear? You know, what's your, what shoes are comfortable that you're able to work in and walk around and look? Because the thing is, I've learned is like, I do not want to impede them from learning their line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want them to worry That's about fair. the costume. Because I've seen, and, and people have told me, it's like, I don't have to worry about my lines. I don't have to worry about my costume, you know, costume, because I could concentrate on acting. You know, that is that. Do we, do you feel like now that you've done these two Christmas movies, you'd want to do more? I, I I wouldn't mind doing more. I wouldn't mind. Now I got got into it. Um, there was the other Christmas movie I did. Um, I got the note that um, they're known for great coats, so that was the great coats. It's like look for great coats. Listen, I, love that I just I just want to tell you. I, I love a great coat. I have to tell you, I love a great coat even more than, so I was just watching a Christmas movie because there's always, I'd say, and being conservative, 90% of the Christmas movies that I have seen this year, there's the one dress at the very end where he's supposed to react to how beautiful she looks. And that was in your movies too. So, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Now, 90% of them, and you did not do it in yours, which I was like, yes, is that it's a red dress, right? They have a thing about the red mm -hmm. dress at the end where the dude is supposed to be like, I've never seen anything so beautiful before in the reaction. And you didn't do that with Keisha. She looked amazing. Um, and, and I actually love that because you still stayed with the Christmas with how shiny she yeah. was and, and, and the fact it was still there, but you didn't do the red dress that was so cool. Um, but one of the things that, you know, I was, I just saw recently is that they didn't do the red dress. They did this amazing red coat instead. And I thought, oh, I love the red coat because it actually gave you options because it's, she had the red on, but then she could take it off and still, you know, be consistent, which I thought was, I thought was yes, kind of fun. I, I, I was so uh, blessed that, you know, cause art is collaboration. And um, yes. working with creating a character with Keisha, it was like, you know, we first envisioned doing a red dress, you know, when, when she first, you know, I was like, oh, yeah. red dress, we was, I've got red pantsuits and red dresses, but they weren't amazing. 
they weren't amazing. And then mm-hmm. thinking about it was like, oh, tinsel, tinsel, silver. And then since we were having a big party, it was like, now it was like, okay, I have to have this person in red and green, this person in this red and green. It's like, she can't be in red and stand out. So, and then we shot it in right, right, right. New Orleans. And I was like, oh, what's beautiful, you know, white. White is part of the color. So I was thinking, oh, Magnolia. Magnolia. And that was like my inspiration for that last, for that for her dress was Magnolia in the silver and the tinsel and everything. And that's where she would stand out with the sea. Because the set was going to be in red and green and the Christmas colors and Everybody else around her was going to be in sub. I said, I need her to stand out. So I was glad that right. Angela was open, you know, for us to do this like civil tinsel. And I was like, I wanted a white magnolia in the head to do like, you know, because she was in New Orleans and stuff. But it was, it, that would have been too much. But the silver tinsel white, so she could just stand out, you know, in the sea of the Christmas. Like she was like a star, yeah. a tinsel, a bright star. I was on the, just. On the I was just going to say that. That's exactly how it came off. Like she was almost like the star at the top of the tree. You know what I mean? With everything else, you know, the red and the green around her and she was the star at the top of the tree. I just thought. Yeah. I mean, too that Ronnie, there's also the challenge that you're also thinking about is the set, right? Mm -hmm. And how the set works with a wardrobe. So in that party scene, that set, the walls were kind of a, um, were a, it's like almost a turquoisey green, mm-hmm. um, but like a darker green. Hmm. And so because the walls were green, that created like there was like that look. And then you had to have have people sort of pop from the color of the wall. So so I would love, Ronnie, to hear more about, you know, the role that sets play okay. in when you're kind of thinking about wardrobe and how you communicate with, you know, um, with you know set designers on on these films and your and and pushy directors <laughs> yeah and pushy directors of course like yeah you know yes it's, <laughs> what do you do <laughs> <laughs> well yeah if i was lucky with the set designers i worked on the two films very like keep that conversation going because i need to know you know the colors on the wall and stuff like that. And the sad thing is sometimes since we shoot it so fast, like, and everybody's not cast. Thank God with Noel, we knew who was sort of the main that were cast. So I knew what sort of colors I could do that would look great on them. So I could, I mm. could tell them, tell work with the set to see, you know, which, you know, colors on the walls, what they're going to have. And thank God um, they have this um, program called Frame where they have pictures of the set, you know, instead of, because back in the olden days (laughs) you know it used to be you know sketches sketches and you know and you have your um maybe the color palette will and stuff and you know like the chips the color chips and sometimes when you shop over chip that you know that doesn't really you know get your mind into see what it's going to be and sometimes i've been on shows like they said it's the what this is the the color of the wall this day and then you get on stuff whole different color because you know things change oh wow <laughs> you know like oh great <laughs> this all changed thanks for bringing that up wow <laughs> but in this instance um since we're using i guess like live sets that they had to dress that i was able to work with them and um use the pictures that they were put in the um, frame program and able to use that as a reference and it was more live than having like 
the um, paint chip color wheel to go by, you know, in a store or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing how much thought goes into um, these movies. And I, I, it's important for people to hear that um, the amount of work and expertise um, is needed in order to uh, pull the movie off. Definitely. Now, Ronnie, definitely, um, definitely. so uh, I wanted to hear what were some of your favorite moments in the making of New Orleans? Oh, so, besides working with Angela. Tucker. Besides working with me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? Ronnie <laughs> is, Angela, it was, you were very, thank God you were very open. That is so mm-hmm. great. You know, because, and um, it was, you know, it was great that you supported me and Daniel supported me. To, and that was yeah. And Daniel's our producer, producer on the film, and then um, also Keisha, you know, also Keisha because she was one of the mm-hmm. producers too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, Keisha mm-hmm. has a very she has a very strong point of view, <laughs> which is good, <laughs> which I love. And and it's funny, you know, um, Keisha and I. She was at Spelman when I was at Morehouse, so we were in the same dance class. Nice. I've known Keisha for years and everything, and I've worked with yeah, her wow. when she. Even when she was at Tyler Perry Studios, I designed a show that she was on and stuff. So I've, I've known Keisha for years. So that was great to have that relationship. So it was like um, we all had this trust, you know, and I f- thought I was working with my artistic colleagues. You know, I didn't feel like bosses, you know, you know, directors mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. boss, you got to do this and da 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 You have this deadline. I didn't, there was none of that energy there, which was great. You know, because we were filming, you know, around near near the near the holiday. You know, right? Yeah, we were filming this time last. I mean, earlier in December right. last year. Uh, so yeah, it was really great that you had the relationship with Keisha too, because I didn't really have to worry about her being presented something that he didn't feel good about how she looked. You know, because that can be a thing with an actor is, you know, you have a wardrobe person, they don't vibe, mm-hmm. they're they're getting clothes, they don't feel like they look good in, and especially in these kinds of movies where the woman needs to feel like she looks beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And if she doesn't feel like she looks beautiful, then that that's part of the magic mm-hmm. is, you know, that feel that kind of reveal of cuz you know, it's all, you know, wish fulfillment, right? We all kind of wish we could go to these holiday parties and wear these dresses, you know? So part of the wish fulfillment is, you know, that moment when, mm-hmm. you know, she turns and looks, looks amazing. And, and, and just, you know, it's interesting when you talked about that dress that was that part in the party sequence, um, there's a whole, uh, ca- there's camera movement around that too, right? Like you really plan, there needs to be a moment where the dress is revealed. We did it a little differently in our film where we show it first. Um, and there's like a scene where her her and um, Grace and her roommate Alexis talk about the dress. So you see it. And then she goes to the front of the um of the of the party mm-hmm. and she meets Anthony and then it's revealed in that one and that was kind of a kind of a a long a shot and the camera kind of comes down and we 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 had we planned shots around the reveal of of clothes in these movies because that dress is really important and i like how her um, dress kind of spoke what no 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 continue i, I was about oh, yeah. to say it, i it, love it how that dress spoke to patty patty labelle's yep. dress 
Yep. Um, Miss Loretta, because it was <laughs> yep, her dress was kind of what gold. I was about to say. Um, in keeping too with the, I love jewel tones. That's just the that that's where I'll always land with uh, holiday movies. I think it's like the perfect you know compromise of you're showing christmas colors but it's not the same for brown skin tones you know it might be different if i were making a movie where people weren't all brown but for brown skin tones um but yeah i loved i always loved how those two dresses kind of spoke to one another oh yeah yeah no it was it was it was i mean also i mean having miss patty now now that patty labelle now, that was a Talk moment. Talk to me. That was a moment. That was a moment. Talk to me. Nope. You were living the dream. I, I just need it. you to know I'm, that. I'm glad I was able to keep my composure. I mean, I've been around, you know, <laughs> stars and stuff, but I think I think it's like supermodels and Pat LaBelle. I would be like very like fangirl, you know, just go crazy over. But I was able to keep my composure, but it was funny when she walked in, one of um, LaBelle's songs were on. <laughs> when I was playing, Stop. it came on. Just I had just had a random thing, and I didn't have it on LaBelle. I just had it like random, like Shaka Khan, and just, you know. And then the, was she right when she walked in, a LaBelle song was, came on. And she's she, magical like that. You and know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's just the universe gets in line. Right. The universe gets in line. Miss Patty's walking. <laughs> and she was like, ooh, that's me. <laughs> And she said, I love it. She gave me a big hug. And then she said, I love it. You know, she wasn't like insulting, you know, in anything like that. And um, and once, you know, we did our first initial fitting and she loved everything. And I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, oh, wow. She said, no, I love everything. I love everything. I was like, what? You know, I was like surprised because you don't, you don't get it. <laughs> they were like, you okay. You know, like, this, you know, she looked beautiful. Like, no, That's everything. why. <clears throat> Ronnie, she looked beautiful. She looked great. I mean, when she came out in that last dress, I'm like, it's your rom com now. That's what it is. I'm like, that's her, Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and now it's yours. Okay. I know. I know. I know. Ronnie, and I'm actually, Aisha and Ronnie, I want to know oh. this answer for the both of you. Okay. What is your favorite outfit from New Orleans Noel? I will start because I have my favorite. And um, I mean, I love them. It's gonna all. take hours. That's why you're going first. That's, that's, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm taking somebody's maybe, but that <laughs> jacket that um, Patty Labelle wears the first time we see her. Oh, oh, when she comes out on the porch. Yeah, when she comes out on the porch. Nice. That is my favorite. I mean, I think it's because it's so unexpected. You know. Uh, that's just, it's just something that, uh, and, and, you know, the thing about that moment, and I think I also think of the outfits that I have to create moments around. So there's, when there's a very big star, I was given this sort of note from another director, Mm -hmm. uh, who does full holiday movies. When there's a big star, like a Patti LaBelle, you know, like an icon, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're not the protagonist, right? But the audience is waiting for them you have to create a moment for that person to arrive. And so usually it's a combination of wardrobe and um, some kind of camera movement that's specifically theirs. So that like, you know, it's like a reveal. It's like all of a sudden Patty appears. So that was why it was, you know, she comes out of the door and the camera kind of dollies in to reveal her. And it's like a whole ta-da. And I had heard from someone 
um, one, I did some press for the film and someone said, they mm-hmm. said, yeah, they go, I felt the camera movement because there was a moment where I thought, is Patty in this movie? I haven't seen her yet. And all of a sudden <laughs> she appears. So that robe is like, I'm not robe, but that jacket is like my favorite. I think of it as mm-hmm. a robe, but that jacket is like my favorite. Um, so Ronnie, I know it's hard to choose between all of your children, but what was your favorite? Uh, um, yeah, it is hard to choose. And you know, with that coat, it's so funny because that my inspiration for that was um the ghost of christmas present like she was like the christmas spirit so it's so like that long big like cornucopia of when you Mm -hmm. see think of the ghost of christmas present so i'm glad you know that that was like that moment um it's i know it is hard it is hard um i liked i liked how clean there's several. Okay, so I liked how clean that Brad looked in the um, plaid blazer yes. when he was walk- yep. walking around. It just that was like like such a clean look, and it had some like that maroon and red, red, black colors of the Christmas, but it didn't say "Yell Christmas," you know. So I liked mm-hmm. how he looked, you know, part, but he looked clean and fresh, um, and it fit per- to perfection. And I loved, um, I loved his outfit at the party also. With the velvet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I love that silver that silver gown. That silver gown. That Who, silver gown. Whose whose gown? The 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 silver gown. It was just. Oh no! Let me forget. Uh, Alex, I'm choosing all of Alexis. Alexis. I'm about to say you're leaving me nothing, oh, my, my friend. friend. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're just. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis is Hanukkah outfit too. <laughs> oh, that was I know cute. you. I know you love that Hanukkah outfit on Alexis. You, <laughs> I remember like you presenting it to me. You're being like, okay, now <laughs> I have something for her. She looks really cute. Are we it. talking yeah. about at the party that she yeah. at the party that they yeah. that they? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I felt like she had like extra sunshine that nobody else mm-hmm. had. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it must be warm. Cause she just looking fabulous and hot, and I loved it. Now, Aisha, what's yours? It was, it, okay, my favorite. I did love Keisha's um, at the end because it's interesting. You did show the dress when they showed it. It in no way informed what that dress was going to look like once it hit her body. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. in any way, right? So you didn't. I didn't feel like I knew anything. I was like, I know the color, and by the time it got on her body, it had been transformed into something spectacular. Um, but my favorite dress is Miss Patty's when she came out. Oh, at the end for that dress. Ugh. She just looked like the superstar that she is, mm-hmm. but she just looked next level. She just, yes. is, she's stunning. She's stunning. And I also think it is not necessarily easy. She's an older woman who definitely still has her beauty and her sex appeal, but it was all done in such a respectful way for her. Um, for all of that, like you believe that she was going on a date. She looked amazing. It wasn't questionable. Um, and she looked almost otherworldly. And I thought, and I think that's part of it. Just like you said, you know, like she was kind of like, you know, the ghost of Christmas in the beginning. She looked very otherworldly at the end as well when she came out. Like she just knew she had a special magic. So, and I thought that really came through with the dresser you chose. Oh, 
Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, Ronnie, we have a final question. I'm a fan, Ronnie. I know I just met you. Yes. Uh, so, Roddy, we have a final question for you uh, that's Christmas-related or holiday-related, I should say, because uh, okay. you know, it's still holiday season. What is your favorite romantic holiday movie? <laughs> Ooh. Well, I have to say now the <laughs> New Orleans Noel. <laughs> there we go. Very nice. But... Um, favorite romantic but you know for me i guess for me it's like more holiday family movie mm-hmm. and it is the family stone that one oh can nice get me every time a tear i don't it's just it's the family stone that one yeah i would say of the modern ones that that's like a christmas movie but not like you know holiday holiday you know with all the stuff that's going on the family stone really really does that and does that for me oh, nice that's a good one that's a good jellyfish one. yeah oh i have to say okay uh well for me it's always uh if it's and if i'm thinking romance it's while you were sleeping because while you were sleeping oh. uh sandra bullock film uh from the 90s which i was very inspired that for for new orleans and a well that film is really just like a Lifetime holiday movie before they made Lifetime holiday movies. <laughs> but uh, but it's just uh, takes place. Well, they also had time. the budget that was real. Yeah, yeah. they had I like that's Bill a Pullman. Christmas movie. Yeah, that's wow. a Christmas movie. That is a straight up Christmas movie. That's a Christmas um, movie. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I love that one. That's a that's a favorite of mine. Aisha, what's yours? Yikes. Um. That was a really good one, Ange. I'm a, I'm a little mad at you. Um, I I'm not sure that I have a favorite unless I'm I'm I I mean I can tell you, you know, this year I you can't really say this like, year we're gonna do a recap episode. Dark on it. We love. Okay, so you okay. can say this year's, but then you're gonna have to come up with another one. Okay. All right, so um, if we're being okay, so I really liked, and I know this is controversial. I really liked Elf because that mm. um, that brought out the child in me, mm. and um, and it just made me laugh. And it's a it's a Christmas movie that I can watch with the kids over and over again, and we all kind of cuddle and crack up, and we're like corny, and that's that's fun for me. And there's a little romance in there um, mm. for Mama, there's a but. Romance uh, in there. Yeah. But I just it it's a warm and fuzzy movie that I like warm and fuzzy. I do. Yeah. I was gonna say that the Family Stone also has romance in it. Oh no, it does. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. First, there's a breakup, but then there's romance. Yeah. True. Then they work it out. True. <laughs> and yeah. somehow, somehow in the Family Stone, there's like partner swapping, and it all seems okay. He tells. <laughs> Like, it's like a Shakespeare. It's like a Shakespeare play. Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's like okay, all right. If everyone's okay with know, that, none of us said none of us said die hard. None of us said die yeah, hard. true. Oh, that's only because my husband's not here. Okay, um, I know. I know. Which is well, he's hardcore. Well, yeah, listen, yeah. Ronnie. I just want to say 
such a pleasure meeting you and having this interview. This is fun. I look forward to. So, quick question: Are you working on some more Christmas movies right now, or um, no, I, the one I, I did one for Mahogany with Hallmark for the ho- the holiday stocking? Okay, which was great. Which was about a family. Which was great. It was about a black family and two sisters. You know their relationship. That was great with Tamala Jones and Nadine Ellis. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fantastic. and the family right. stocking is going to be on again Friday, December thirtieth. Check your local listings for time, but I know it's being rebroadcast and it's on. Oh, Walmart, perfect! So you can check that out. You can folks can check that out as well. Yes, please. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Ronnie. Thank I, we you, look Ronnie. forward. I know Enjoy. I do to everything you that you uh, work oh, on, and you. let us know because now you have another fan. Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, so, so everyone, um, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to find us on the internet, you can find uh, f- us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube all for the love of tinsel and our website, www.fortheloveoftinsel.com. So check us out there. And also if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple podcasts or any of that, please review us because that's how more and more people know that we exist. And rate us, but only if you're going to rate us positively. <laughs> of course. Um, and, and yeah, I want to know your thoughts too. So please go check us out and let us know what you think, any questions that you may have, because we're going to have a follow-up. Um, we're going to have a follow-up episode and where we're going to talk about other people and their ideas about what we talked about today. So if you have any questions or anything like that, we'd love to hear them. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to um, make some more... Um, uh, appreciations. Um, there, we'd like to thank Dwayne Prefume, our amazing producer, uh, Caramel House from Little Blue Windmill, who did our logo design, and a special thanks to Nika Troy, our production assistant. So, thanks again for from the for the love of tinsel. Thanks, everybody. Bye.